It's Thursday, April 20, 2023. While the Sunshine State is still drying out from last week's historic rainfall, it's the gas pumps that are really dry. Fort Lauderdale struggles with ripple effect from extreme weather disaster. Historic record-shattering heat in Asia has turned deadly. Plus, our proposal would restore American energy leadership. House Republicans hold U.S. clean energy sector hostage to raise the nation's debt limit. All of those gangster stories and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. President Biden has a choice. Come to the table. Or the economy gets it. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Dorian, we're always celebrating Earth Day around here at the Green News Report, but now everyone else gets to do it as well. <laughs> yes, once again, a reminder that Saturday, April 22nd, is Earth Day with events in the U.S. and around the world celebrating our fragile little oasis of life in the vast desert of space. Oh, that's nice. In the nation's capital, activists are planning a protest and rally to end the era of fossil fuels, while House Republicans are marking Earth Day with attacks on renewable energy endangered species protections, and more. (laughs) Of course they are. House Republicans are floating a demand to repeal the entire Inflation Reduction Act, the Democrats' landmark climate law, in an attempt to extract concessions in exchange for the once-routine raising of the nation's debt limit. But doing so will harm their own constituents. A new Financial Times analysis finds that Republican House districts are the biggest beneficiaries of Biden's new industrial policy, seeing the most investment from the Inflation Reduction Act by far, even though all Republicans voted against it. You're sort of assuming that Republicans' constituents are the people who live in their districts as opposed to the fossil fuel companies who put money in their pockets. Excellent point. Thank you. In Asia, an historic, record-shattering April heat wave has turned deadly. Affecting about a third of the world's population, the weeks-long searing heat has killed more than a dozen people in India and toppled April heat records across Southeast Asia and China. Thailand set a new all-time high national temperature record this week, hitting 114 degrees Fahrenheit for the first time in its history. Scientists say man-made climate change is making heat waves more intense, longer, and more frequent. And didn't you also say in our last report that it was 96 in Connecticut this past week? Yes, it was. Oh, well, blue state, who cares? In Florida, Fort Lauderdale is drying out after last week's biblical rains and floods, but it's now facing gas shortages. Another example of how climate extremes create unexpected knock-on effects. The floods temporarily disrupted distribution of gas and diesel fuel to retailers, but according to Gas Buddy CEO Patrick DeHaan in an interview with CBS, long gas lines in South Florida are really more of a people problem than a supply problem. It turned into a panic buying spree, which overwhelmed the system. But I wouldn't say it's a shortage simply because there are millions of gallons of gasoline still waiting to be delivered at Port Everglades. But of course, everyone's panicking. You know, it'll be really nice when we get rid of these gas cars altogether and then people can panic about, I don't know, what 
music to play on the radio? In energy news, a federal appeals court panel this week overturned Berkeley, California's first-in-the-nation ban on natural gas hookups in new construction in a lawsuit brought by the California Restaurant Association. And heard by two Trump judges and a Reagan judge who used to work for Standard Oil. The court ruled that the Berkeley ban conflicts with federal energy regulations. It could potentially jeopardize scores of similar ordinances around the country focused on phasing out fossil fuel use in new buildings. In the Netherlands on Wednesday, electricity market prices briefly turned negative because wind and solar generated so much clean electricity that they outstripped demand, forcing power producers to pay customers to take up the excess (laughs) supply. Sounds terrible. Energy experts say such incidents are spurring accelerated investment in utility-scale battery storage in Europe. I bet. Finally, good news for the U.S. electric grid. A flood of new wind and solar power projects around the country, sparked by the Inflation Reduction Act, has increased the backlog for projects awaiting a connection to the electric grid due in part to the lack of transmission lines. But Bloomberg News reports that suddenly several major transcontinental transmission projects are now moving forward in every region. And the Interior Department this week gave the final go-ahead for the Transwest West Express high-voltage transmission line after 15 years of permitting work. The 730-mile transmission line from the nation's biggest wind farm now under construction in Wyoming will bring pollution-free electricity to Nevada and California. Well, sounds terrible. No wonder Republicans want to bring an end to this nightmare. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. Fight the power! Fight the power!